Now listen here, little Davy Portnoy. You have stood on your tippy toes on the backs of giants like Ben Mintz to get where you're at today. The only thing that drives Dave Portnoy is money and greed. And you may say that's a drastic allegation, but here are the facts. Dave Portnoy has been caught using the N-word in the same context as the great Ben Mintz, but instead of firing himself, he pushed on without any regard for the social justice warriors that wanted his career finished. And through those tough times, he created a company so large that he was able to sell it to an evil gambling company that makes their monies off the backs of drunk and depressed gambling addicts. Let's not even get started on the negative effects of gambling on a stable household. The reason gambling is dumb is because the house has the advantage. And now that Dave Shortnoy has sold his baby to a corporation that has no soul, because if Penn Gaming had a heart whatsoever, they would stand with Ben, who made an honest mistake and even just recently raised $17,000 for a children's cancer charity. So if Pin Gaming had the ability to feel empathy, then they would listen to what Dave told them, that this was a mistake and that they should not fire Ben. But in the end, money and greed won out. The biggest losers in this entire social justice sham are the people that love Barstool content the most. By bowing down to cancel culture, you set a precedent that can never be revoked. That you are now a soulless corporation that only focuses on greed instead of standing by your teammates when they need you the most. This is an absolute dis disgrace. And Ben Mintz deserves to be reinstated as a Barstool employee immediately. If you don't make the right decision, Pin Gaming stock will only plummet further into the abyss. The stock is going down like Kamala Harris in her early days of politics. I say this purely as a warning and not a threat. The entire Barstool fan base will revolt if these wrongs are not made right. Bring Ben Mintz back and let the apology tour begin because life is like you, Dave. Very short. And right is right and wrong is wrong. You figure out what helps you sleep better at night, Dave. Money, greed, and power are doing the right thing even when it's the hardest option. Bring back Barstool Minty now! I'm so high, I'm aligned with the planes. My grind's so refined, I got no time for no games. Ask yourself why would I make time for you lames? At all costs, cause I'm a boss. But break them off, yeah, gotta break them off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein. And we have a great show for you this evening. We have legendary broadcaster from the Opie and Anthony show, the one, the only, Anthony Cumia. We also have three lovely, gorgeous women. You might recognize them from last night. You know them as Chrissy Mayer, Lila Hart, and Keanu Thompson. Yay, ladies, we are back in business for round two. Thank you for having us back again, even though we're not wearing see-through outfits yes. tonight. Yeah, but let's talk about those see-through outfits real quick. Now we're all going to triple viral, Newsweek. So yesterday yeah. it was just Newsweek, the, the Post, ABC wants a piece. New York Post wrote yeah. a thing on it? Yeah. That's wild. Well, we were talking about this a little bit. People love airplane content. Because it's yeah. the Wild West up What's there. The no deal with taking your <laughs> pants off before you get on an airplane. Why do people take their pants off at the gate? Exactly. Oh, goodness. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we love airplane humor. And it sounds like everybody else uh, likes airplane humor. But speaking of um, kind of being humorless, guys, we need to take a moment real quick at the beginning of the show. There's only one person um, that I want to bring up real quick. I brought up in my monologue. I just want to make this point. Ben Mintz was unfairly fired from Bar Barstool Sports, the same place that I stormed with Cecil and my wife's boyfriend, Dontaria. So later in the episode, we're going to give a breakdown of that, and we're going to play that clip. So I just want to talk about this because, ladies, this is ridiculous. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I know y'all are probably not, like, so dialed into the Barstool, Barstool Sports media cycle, but basically one of their most liked hosts, that guy, Ben Mintz, he said the N-word reciting a rap song and, okay, we got, we got it. Let's play the clip wow. real quick. Mm. It's going to take a second to pull up. Get some yeah, yo, double up, nigga. What you need, what you need. Get some. Play that one more time. I missed it. Yeah, play it one more time. I it just like really hearing fast. the word. Get some yeah, yo, double up, nigga. What you need, what you need. Get some. He is clearly singing a song. I was trying Get to Get some yeah, yo, double up, nigga. 
what you need. And you can just see his face. He starts melting right as soon as he says it. He knows what he did. And just his face just goes red. He can't even talk. You know what? Compound media, we get fired if we don't say it enough. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously. Anthony Cumia is probably laughing so hard. And we're going to get to him about, we're going to talk to him about this controversy tonight because I'm sure Anthony will have a funny take on it as a guy that has been canceled for making fun of people. So, Listen, it's just we live in this politically correct world. Do you think that that's why you've become successful, Chrissy, is because you're politically incorrect? You have to lean into it. Um, I think pretty early on, like in my comedy career, I was not going to be a mainstream success. So I'm like, well, I might as well just be myself and see where that goes. And you know, my favorite thing is that you went to school with Amy Schumer, who's the worst comedian <laughs> ever. That's my favorite Chrissy Mayer uh, highlight. And she gets Ism. to be, I know, but it's just so funny. She gets to be super famous. And I mean, Amy Schumer, she's not funny. I mean, maybe some people find her funny, but she's not as talented for all the success she's had. I just had. don't like that she is the template for female comedians. Like just about everybody's like, oh, well, I don't like Amy Schumer, so I don't really like female comics. Or like, we all get the compliment yeah. of like, yeah. I normally don't like female comics, but like I can tolerate the three of you. You guys are pretty funny and you're also <laughs> hot, so you probably don't deserve anything you've got. Yeah. So. Oh, I sometimes yeah, listen yeah. to your show on mute, and then it's that's the best. <laughs> but and, uh, <laughs> Chrissy, do you look at your analytics? I bet your audience is mainly men. Is Mostly it? men. Yeah. yeah, we like yeah. that though. Yeah. We love We're that. the only chicks we all like. Yeah. Well, and let, let's talk about it. The reason why Lila Hart is badass is because she says politically incorrect comedy, too. She makes fun of the fact that she has spina bifida, which is, uh, you know, a lot of people would use it as a crutch or a reason to be a victim. You use it as a tool to make people laugh. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm hot and disabled, and that's just You're hilarious. hot. Yes, that's you're hilarious. hot. It's I mean, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but do you think that you feel like... <laughs> this is the other thing. I remember I one time saw this really hot girl on a dating app. And one of her arms was amputated, but she, everything else was perfect. I mean, she was like, you know, 95% perfect, except for the <laughs> arm. And I messaged her, and I, what I'm saying is, I think that she was kind of like hesitant because I think people liked that that was like their kink. Maybe I don't know they if wanted she was... to be with an amputee. Maybe she was hesitant because I am a freak and I'm a psychopath, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know if she was hesitant. She might have just been stumped. Ah! Chrissy's so good. But do you ever worry about that, Lila, that somebody's like, oh, maybe they just like me because I am short, because I'm not tall? Well, you know what? Why not? Yeah, why not? Know. I'm going to use everything you got, okay? That's what I'm talking right. about. You know what? It's, it's, it's hilarious. I've got, I've got long legs and a short torso. That's funny. I like you have you like the the statuesque one of, of like when you go to the uh, what, I don't know what word you call it the, the midget convention yes, yes. yeah oh, you yeah. and that's gonna be great we need to go there we're but we're gonna go LPA is in Austin this year in July so oh, wow. come with me well you know what the audience will like guys Lila and I don't know I don't know how much you can say but Lila was recently in a Sam Hyde sketch tell us a little bit about that Ooh. oh yeah um, that for World Peace too I think that's gonna come out right before the new year that's gonna be huge when it's that comes be pretty out pretty funny. And how, how many days did you film? Did you go to Rhode Island? Yeah, or, I went to or? Rhode Island. It was so exciting. The world's, I mean, not the, the smallest state. <laughs> the world's smallest. The world's smallest oh, state. Is. is that on purpose or like, is it, yeah, or that just happened? No, that's where they're, that's where they're at. Yeah, they're at. But yeah. I was really excited because I've always wanted to go the smallest lady in the smallest state. Oh, I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the too The sketches um, that, that we filmed, it's pretty offensive and hilarious. You guys are going to love it. Well, that's what we like, and that's what leads us to our third guest, the one, the only, Keanu Thompson, one of the most offensive ladies here on the couch tonight. It's just the pants, I think. It's just horrible. And is, yeah. is your dad, did your dad watch the show last night? He did. He loved it, Alex. Keanu's uh, a dad. is a fan of mine. And we have Lila's mom. Bring, bring your mom out. out. Will you, come on, mom. Please come out yeah. here real quick and say hey. Just yes. come, come on, Lila's mom. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We love moms on the show. Realize, I have mom, Filipina mom, fans mom, all mom, over mom, the country. Mom. She is a big fan of you, Alex. Authentic. Look at this, guys. I'm a multicultural, multi-international uh, content creator. For a lot of these people who go this way, a lot of these people, they don't give me enough credit, but they don't realize that I love Filipina ladies. This is a very beautiful Filipina. This is my other favorite, little booty Filipina. And Filipinas are what built this world, and we need to love them all. So keep if it wasn't your for... Filipinas where we can see it, Alex. Oh, keep, keep your Filipinas out of my mouth. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> oh, but I love you, but thank you so much. Thank oh my gosh, she gave me so the good. best chocolate. So delicious from Seattle. So wow. thank you so much. So this is a this is a kind of a, you know, parent vortex. We got multiple parents now. Your dad's been here. Yeah, my dad's been here. Now, Chrissy, I got to get your dad on the table because both of ours. My dad longer. doesn't even know what I'm doing. He, he, yeah. My dad's the same way. Chrissy, <laughs> he has no so, clue. So your dad didn't even really know that you have a podcast. No, my dad can't remember his own iPad password. <laughs> like, it's just there's so many steps away from him knowing what I'm doing. No, Chrissy, literally, I have a job at the Blaze. I mean, I'm getting paid. And my dad didn't even believe it was a thing until I brought him here. He's like, yeah. what? You do what? Like, 
have a whole set. I have people that work for me. Yeah, he has no idea. He's like, oh, I, you know, he's seen you go to city council meetings, but he's like, wait, what is this? You don't know. And I've done a podcast for three years, and he's listened to zero episodes. <laughs> but what's really sad? No, no, this just makes me. Yeah, you, I'm not the only one. No, this makes you so sick. And it gets me sad, but I'll be okay. My mom was my biggest fan watching every podcast. Yeah. Every dumb podcast. And my mom would, call, she would, she would complain. She'd go, why were you eating on stream? Or why did you talk to that girl like that? Or why did you do that? So yeah, so it just, and then my dad, I'm like, dad, will you watch my show? Will you be part of it? He's like, no, I gotta Can go. Can you give a shit, well, please? I love this show. <laughs> mom, shut up, mom. Oh, did you guys know this? My mom is still alive. We uploaded her consciousness into a computer allowing us to speak to her in the afternoon. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. digital vagina. Oh. Mom, why do you come on the show with these beautiful ladies and bring up your digital vagina? What is that? What's going on in the metaverse that you need to express no to us? I, I just know... wanted to relate to them. No, Mom. No, Mom. Your digital vagina is not the same. Don't okay, their vaginas are made of human you. skin. Talk they moisten correctly. My vagina is on the internet. Is that yes? The... <laughs> Keanu's vagina is on the internet. Well, so yeah. is my mom's technically, but they're neither here nor right. there. Your mom's digital vagina definitely has a virus. Oh yeah, she's got chlamydia. <laughs> I sure. mean, definitely. But chlamydia is the best uh, STD to get. You can just get rid it's of nothing. it. Yeah. It's nothing. It's no big deal. It's no big we, deal. We all have it. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen. Probably now. <laughs> you're worried about the coronavirus. I mean, I still haven't, you know, treated this chlamydia I got back in college. So I think I'll be okay. I'm not too worried. Speaking of you, Keanu, though, we talk about it. You are a controversial figure. You date Gino Bisconti. Yes. <laughs> Worst thing about me, and I have an only. That's not the worst thing about. Oh yeah, you, I, I love him. I love Gino. We love Gino. He's, he's uh, heading into hospice soon. Soon, I'm sure. So it really, it. When he dies, because he's so much older than me, I'll get to live Second Life, and that's the way I look at it. But I love him. He's sweet. We love you, Gino Bisconti. We love him. And we love all the internet drama that we're all involved in, and we're gonna have his boss, Anthony, come on. So Ooh. we'll 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 bring oh. up we'll bring up the whole entire compound media drama and love circle tonight here in a few minutes. But before we get into that, we have another caption contest. You guys love the caption contest. I couldn't believe the responses. Oh I couldn't God. believe the overwhelming uh, you know, comments that we wanted to pick multiple winners, but uh, we're gonna leave it up to you. So we're gonna go through some of the captions. Let us know who you think is the funniest. And at the end, we're gonna give them no prizes whatsoever. whatsoever. So let's, I can't even read this, Jimmy. Why do you make it so small? ChatGPT came out with this. As the cheese salesman of the year demonstrates his innovative direct-to-mouth marketing strategy, Remy the Rat considers a career change. Okay, not funny. Next one. Why did you pick that one? No, Jimmy? that was terrible. That was so bad. Okay, this one's good. Pimp on a gimp. I can read this. Okay, okay Jimmy, you don't have to do the show. It's my show. <laughs> James. Oh, I know Darth Vader. That's funny. Darth Vader, 1701. Thank you. We like that. Pimp on a Gimp is in first place so far. All right, next caption. Oh, this is small oh, again. Jimmy, read it. What happens when the kid that said, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids, grows up and finds out a rat ate all his tricks? Again, it's I too don't many get words. That. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Jimmy, have you been smoking crystal meth amphetamines? Why are you making these decisions? They're very, they're based. <laughs> the comments weren't that good this time. They're far too wordy. Okay, okay. No, we got one more. No, yeah, please. Let's go. Hurry. Okay. My mom uh -huh. brushing my teeth against my will at four years old. That's cute. Uh, I mean. Yeah, very cute. Pimp on a Gimp is going to win. All right, yeah. guys. So let's see you in the chat. I mean, did the chat even like that? I'm so surprised there wasn't a tweet about, you know, this is the weirdest animal-human hybrid I've ever seen because you have dog legs coming out of your head. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I... surprised they didn't comment on that. I mean, nothing about the fentanyl, nothing. But, you know, what are you going to do? Like, we don't... My mom is dead. Is what I say. <laughs> and that's what I say every day. Yeah. I say that on the show Not before day. I've had my coffee. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a uh, Grammy award-winning artist, but we have another guest in studio who I want to bring on right now. So, uh, talk if you can get the chair ready. Oh, boy. Guys, this is one of the most controversial artists out there right now. He's known for being a gay icon and one of the most talented singers to ever sing in the history of music. We now welcome on the one, the only, Sam Smith. He looks kind of exactly what I expected. You know, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> me, me, me best friends, as well as me lovers, call me Sam Bussy. <laughs> Sam Bussy. Like, what is that supposed to be like? Sam Bussy. Is that know? supposed to rhyme with pussy? Is that? Oh, oh that's disgusting. Is. Sam, <laughs> sit down, sit down. Okay, first question. Why do you worship the devil, Sam? The, the devil loves you more than more than life itself. So that's why you worship the devil? 
Right, right. And what do you guys think? Do you guys? The devil gives you everything you want when you want it, how you want it. Sam's outfit is making a lot of noise. Yeah, Sam's outfit's <laughs> loud as crap. Where did you get this That's outfit? That's just his ass. It's secret. So, Sam, what do you think is the most important part of your personality? Being gay. <laughs> Elaborate. Gay is the way in every as- aspect of, of my life and, you, you know, life overall. That's why LGBT is, is taken over like, like it has, you know. That's pretty bad, though. What about all the little children that listen to your music that are exploring their sexuality and might be gay because of your influence? said, no, if, if, if it's in him, it's in him, you know. Oh. I mean, I, I, I may have, um, you, you know, stirred it up and really, you know, brought it out, you know, but I'm sure it was, it was already there. Sam, shut up, Sam. You're so gay. You come on my show and you just bring all these gay vibes. If it's in him, it's in him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the second coming of, of Liberace. All right. Well, Sam, I know that you're well known for cooking. I know that's like you make some of the best recipes in all of Hollywood. Oh, so I got this. Yeah, Chrissy, if you could just kind of bring that maybe on your side. So what I wanted to do is I have a secret recipe. Oh, wow. I have a very secret recipe, Sam. But I want you to cook it because this is... Industry trade secret. A lot of people, you ladies, you see fentanyl, right? You guys oh, see yeah. fentanyl? Yeah. I remember that from we last love a night. Good yeah. This is a really popular thing. Everybody's been kind of, you know, on the fentanyl train lately. Ah. Well, usually people like to smoke it, snort it, shoot it, jam it, wham it, boof it. There's a lot of different ways to administer this drug. But one way that the internet is not talking about is through waffling. Oh my ah. God. This is a new way to use drugs. This is a new way to get high. Sam. Waffling. Yeah, so what we do is we mix in the fentanyl. We need a lot of fentanyl to go with the Red Bull. And we mix it with Red Bull because the fent's going to make you a little tired. So if you have enough Red Bull, it'll smooth it out. You know what I mean? So you're not too high, you're not too low. You're just right in the middle. Just right, right in the fun zone. These are fent cakes. Yeah, Yeah, these are fentanyl cakes. And see now, you see how it's getting a little thick like that? When it's thick like that, ladies, you just add a little more hit of red. But you don't. Just a little hit. Yeah, well, you know, I don't have big hitters. I got a little one. Okay, so when it's a nice, good dough consistency like that, now we take it. We got the hot waffle. This is on? Oh, this is on, baby. So. Ooh, it's a hot. Ooh, it's a hot. Ooh, look at that, ladies. Oh my and this, and listen, I learned this, and this is a prison technique. We learned this from Chef Greg. I don't know if you guys have heard of Chef Greg, but he's... Like the last meal chef? Well, no, this guy, he's like an ex-convict that cooks prison food, but oh, this dope. is it. You just set it and forget it. So in a few wow. minutes, Sam, when this uh, fentanyl waffle is done, we're going to have you eat it. And uh, <laughs> here's your opinion on it. Okay, thank you so much. So while that cooks... Oh, my God. No, stay right there. Stay right there. Actually, sit, actually... I, Roll that to the back of the ladies. I don't want to look at you right this minute. Just go sit behind them. You're Just send them to where the rat was sitting Just, last night? Yeah, go sit where the rat sits. Oh. Take your chair. Take your chair. Take your yeah, chair. Don't, we don't want you Hurry, to Hurry. The, 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 the show is only an hour long. <laughs> Sam, move your ass. Or <laughs> I come and pop that weird sex outfit, all right? Okay, real quick. Got to get to an ad read. It's no secret that there's been a war on comedy lately. We're not allowed to joke about anything these days. Well, Blaze TV is embarking on a mission to save comedy and impact the culture. And we're launching this mission this Thursday, May 4th, by releasing our first ever full-length comedy film. Yes, you heard that right. Blaze TV is releasing a full-length comedy film. The movie is called Reopening, and it's a mockumentary that follows uh, an improv group that so, sorry, was sorry. shut down during COVID. I fucked it up. It's a, yeah, it's about a theater. Are you freaking kidding? It's a theater no, no, that's no, no. opening. No, listen, Chris. I remembered it. Jimmy, the whole show is built on our sponsors. Literally, they are the ones that pay our bills, that pay Jimmy's bills. And now I'm getting something in my ear. Jimmy, did you mess up the ad read? Did you put the... Okay, okay. I got it back. All right. All right. I'm so sorry. Sorry, mockumentary. There we go. Blaze Machine. We're launching this Thursday. All right. Back where we were. Perfect. Okay. No, go up. Guys, Jimmy, Jimmy, just go to the end of it. Just go to the end of the cup. The other way. The other way. Go up. Gosh. It's a small community theater as they struggle to reopen during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a brilliant work of satire using humor to expose and ridicule the insanity that swept the nation during the pandemic. We know our audience would absolutely love it, so we're thrilled to be delivering it to you this week. Join us Thursday, May 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's tonight. Right after this show, you're going to be able to see a pre-show with Chad Prather and the guys from the new Dave Landau show, including quarterback Garrett. So, guys, make sure to watch it YouTube, Facebook, 
all the freaking platforms. But if you want to see the whole movie and not just a pre-show, you're going to have to go to blazetv.com slash reopening. And if you use the code reopening, you're going to get $20 off your subscription. One more time, that's blazetv.com slash reopening. Promo code reopening for $20 off. Okay, wow. The, this waffle's the waffle's looking pretty good. Smoking. It's smoking really hot. Okay, uh, Sam, will you come over here real quick? It's almost dinner time. Saunter on over, Sam. Okay, Sam. Bye. Okay, you don't have to bring the whole chair, but okay, okay, okay. All right, guys, now this is cooking with Sam Smith. Sam, sit on the floor so the camera can see you, please. Okay, so now, this is a forbidden recipe. <laughs> Nobody has ever even eaten this on live TV. Oh, God. This is the strongest, most lethal pancake <laughs> waffle known to man. Look how beautiful that's cooked. And you want it extra white. That's the China white flavor that we love so much. And it's hot. It's hot. So as soon as I touch this to your mouth, it's going to burn you. Damn. Oh, oh. oh. Oop, I dropped this on the floor. Oopsie. Uh, well, we'll just still use it. Here, no, actually, never mind. Here, I got this. Something better. Freaking. All right, so... <laughs> oh, Sammy boy, are you hungry, Sammy? Why does it smell good? Oh, it smells good, <laughs> doesn't it? It does smell good. We haven't eaten all day. Mm, you smell it. You can't even smell it. It smells kind of. Uh, oh yeah. It smell it smells like a good it. time. Pass it around. It's uh, this yeah. is. It's very strong. I wow. Oh, it feels like I'm going to start a movement. Take a bite. Red Bull. I feel like my life right. matters when I smell this. All right, now we have to do the final. Taste test. So let me take my mic off. So Sam, take a little nibble and tell us what you think. Ooh! Look at that! Is it hot? Oh no! Oh my oh, gosh! No! 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 Really fast. This is the third time this week. Why does this keep happening to me? I'm such a good person. Why do bad things happen to good people? Okay, here, get rid of the wall fire. Talkie, come here, get rid of this wall fire. I need all the evidence. Throw this in the trash. Throw this in the trash. Do not, I don't want any evidence. Take the fit, take the fit, run, go, go, go. Just like Mr. Kardashian when he got rid of OJ's knife. Dude, get rid of it. Okay. Whew. Uh-oh. Maybe you might I still have this. Yeah, don't eat that. That's very lethal. Okay, <laughs> now we welcome on our next guest. She's a host of the OAN show Tipping Point. Please welcome on the fabulous Kara McKinney. Kara, welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. Kara, what's the deal with all these powerful elite people supposedly worshiping Satan? What's that all about? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with selling your soul for money, wealth, power. Many people are willing to take the short-term little, you know, tidbits that they think, little uh, crumbles, I guess, little tidbits that they can get, and they kind of forfeit what the longer-term good things would be. And so, it's a sadly, it's a pact as old as time. And Kara, a lot of people don't realize this. You're a host at OAN. You're in San Diego, so you're kind of in, like, the liberal... I'd, I'd say San Diego's better than Los Angeles, but what's it like being a conservative in California? Difficult to say the least, but I will say, you know, the saying goes, iron sharpens iron. And so, I mean, it was really good for me growing up, never really being around like-minded people. So constantly my ideas were being challenged. And so whether it be teachers, people I was working with, people I was playing sports with, you constantly hear all around you, left-wing, you know, talking points and tropes. And Sally is just kind of the air that people breathe, the water they drink. And so they don't even realize that they have a viewpoint. They just think it's neutral, that everyone thinks this way. And so because of that, it kind of gave me an opportunity to learn and to try my own ideas on other people. And also the best part is when you go up against someone who has a very different mindset than you do, but they're quite, they're kind of smart about it at least. It kind of lets you bandy back and forth on ideas. And, you know, I found that it made my values that much stronger. And I found that I was able to better, hopefully, communicate my ideas because of some of those the way I grew up. Okay, tough question, Kara. Everybody, all this infighting, and I'm kind of leaning towards Trump because I think that, you know, he's kind of the rightful heir to the throne, but Trump or DeSantis, in your opinion, right now, just right now, I know it can change because DeSantis hadn't even announced, but who are you vibing with? So that's the funny thing is for me, I'm staying out of that because the in- No, Kara, shut up! I do not want this political correct <laughs> bullcrap! Answer the question, do you like freaking Donald Trump or do you like Ronnie D? We need to know! <laughs> when it comes to Ron versus Don, I can't, my heart won't let me- Ron versus Don, who wins, Kara? I have the knife! Now digitally, I can't attack 
happy with it. But it's a metaphor. This is a metaphor. You're at the voting booth. It is Ronnie D or Donnie T or Joey B and Kamala. I don't know any other letters that rhyme, but Kamala that gives all the BJs. You know her. Yes, that's the letter that goes with her name. Who are we voting for? Kamala Toe. I, I guess on that, I guess I'll just have to say I voted for Trump four times, twice in the primaries, twice in the general. But, you know, whoever the, I was going to say whoever the Republican nominee is, but actually that's not correct. If it's Haley or Jeb Bush, then no, count me out. But I love that. OK, I, 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 I know I love that answer. And you're right. It's like, you know, either one, I actually would be happy with both of them personally. I'm not just saying that to be in the middle of the road. I, I think DeSantis did a bunch of great stuff in Florida and all the people bashing DeSantis. I think that's unfair. Uh, but I also do think it's kind of unfair that De DeSantis should be linking up with Trump a little more than fighting. But, but you know, whatever. I'm not a politician. I don't know the inner workings of the relationship and what kind of hate that they have there. But you bring up a guy named Jeb Bush. What about George Bush in 9-11 and weapons of mass destruction? What do you think about that, Kara? What do I think about? You know, 9-11, the, the war in the Middle East. Just what do you think about it in general? Can't stand George W. Bush. You know, the funniest part about Bush 43 is the fact that it's not like he's changed his mindset on anything. He hasn't come out and said, oh, I used to be for Proposition X, but now I'm against Proposition X. He hasn't changed his mindset whatsoever. And yet, look how easily they went from calling him Hitler to now he's rubbing elbows with Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, and all the rest. I think that kind of speaks more to the fact that there's a uniparty ruling over us than anything else. I mean, look, whenever the border comes up, he is so quick to stop his little paintings over there on his little ranch in Texas and to say, you nativist. And I can't stand that he even uses that term. But I, like I said, it kind of shows that he's been on their side the whole time, controlled opposition, maybe, I don't know. Funny that it went from he's Hitler to he's our best buddy and nothing on his platform changed. It's just maybe the politics changed. Literally, I think he just gave Michelle Obama a few pieces of candy and now like the left, oh, we love George Bush, you know, so it's very weird. Last question, Karen. Now, this is the hot seat. I know you're a broadcaster. I know you're hosting your own show, so this might be a controversial question. You might not be able to answer it. Does Michelle Obama have a wiener? Yes or no, Kara? <laughs> I do see the jokes about Mike. Uh, it's, it's funny, I will say. Um, it, it's funny, one of my producers actually said, well, you know, Michelle isn't that bad looking, but I guess you could call her Mid-Shelle, so I thought that was kind of funny. Oh! Oh. Chrissy, you don't even know the character. We have three beautiful, lovely funny. comedians. That's I love good. That. Mid-Shell. Mid wow. Because I'm always usually with mid-grade ladies. So that kind of actually hits. Oh, me don't say that. No, about my girlfriend. My girlfriend's great. Paige, she actually worked at OAN, Kara. Uh, so if it wasn't for OAN, I wouldn't be getting laid and paid all the damn time. So I just want to thank the Herring family very much for hiring her and then um, giving me a chance to host. So Kara, tell the people about your show and where they can find you before you go. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you can find me on all the, the platforms. I'm especially, I usually end up focusing my time on Twitter where my handle is at Nefertari underscore 25. You can watch OAN on our OAN Live app. It's a wonderful place to come and view our shows. We have video on demand. So if you missed tonight's episode, you can always go back and watch it at another date. Uh, also going on OAN Where to Watch. You can find other ways to, to watch the show. But yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, YouTube once again, Rumble, all the, the major platforms at both one America News and also Tipping Point with Kara McKinney. Wait, wait, real quick, rewind. You said your username is Nefertardi. Was that that's African <laughs> cultural appropriation? So but, that's not okay it, with me. Most of my employees are actually Egyptian or African, so that's that hits extra close to home. We're supposed to call them Nefer Down syndrome. <laughs> is that what right? it is? Yeah, is that what the it is? Kara, what is this? What's the deal? Uh, I I don't know if you know this, but uh, yeah, Nefertari underscore twenty five. Nefertari being uh, yeah. He's, Nefertardi. Nefertardi. You get it, Kara? Nefertardi. And you're like, I'm not yeah. very smart. Never special. Okay, some jokes don't Never work. Kara, you're beautiful. You're smart. You're great. Keep up the good work. Dominating on Twitter. So go follow Kara. She has a very weird, culturally inappropriate username. But don't let that discourage you from going and following her. Kara, <laughs> we love you. Have a good evening in San Diego. Thanks, Alex. Anytime. That was great. Kara's great. great. She's fun. I, loved it. I like that you finally got an answer out of her, Trump versus DeSantis. She did say Trump. Yeah, yeah you wore her down. Well, that's how I get laid. I just yep. wear them down. They say, no, no, no. I say, yes. And you pull yes. out a knife. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just say yes. And then they just shut me up. And then, yeah, it's like three and minutes. And then the cops it works come. works for you. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever works. You know, whatever floats your boat. But, guys, also...
Do we have Anthony already? What, what, why are you in my ear, Jimmy, distracting me? I'm trying. And you know what's so annoying, ladies? He's like, oh, we got Anthony. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I got a dead Sam Smith that I just fed fentanyl waffles to. And you're out here bitching about Lord knows what, Jimmy. So please, for the rest of the episode, only talk to me if it is important, okay? Don't say okay. Don't say anything back. Good answer. All right, so ladies, what the hell is going on? This comedy show, what are we going to be doing on Friday for the people that are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area? You're going to be able to catch all three of these ladies oh, yeah. at Hyenas Comedy Club. Friday night, two shows. Saturday night, two shows. Tickets are going fast. They might be sold out. So what do you guys have planned for uh, Friday? Anything crazy? Are you getting a strip naked like you did at American Airlines? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe I should lean into it, I guess. If all else fails, Keanu has some coupons for her OnlyFans. Yeah, sure. We're going to do a nice QR code for you. No, <laughs> fine. Uh, Kevin Brennan put them all online. Kevin yeah, Brennan wants so. to be, I know, and, and listen, I love Kevin, but I, I get, love you too, Kevin. I, do you think Kevin, do you think, he, do you think he's a member of your OnlyFans? I think his... He either is, he has been at one time, or his trolls send the photos for him to post on Twitter, which, that's fine, Kevy Poo. You want to be a <laughs> creepy old man that fucking posts my nudes online that, they, that that were stolen. That's fine. You can be a creepy old man. Yeah, we don't like stolen. I love him. We don't like stolen You gotta pay for the nudes. I know. There's not that. My OnlyFans is very mild, by the way. It's really not that bad. It's yeah, funny it's that great. I yelled at Jimmy, but I would actually like to get Jimmy's, uh, he might need to verify this. So one of, one of the earlier shows I had on this teacher, she was an OnlyFans teacher, and she got fired. Yeah. Uh, she was forced to resign, basically. And I had her on the show, and I totally simped out. I, she had, like, these huge boobs, and she was so nice, and she was just, like, so nice. And I was just like, yeah, it's not that bad. That's a vibe, yeah. You're, if probably you're doing better than ever. Yeah, you're, you're, you're than a double D, yeah. you shouldn't be a teacher. Yeah, exactly. Just no, find she, another job. She's, I, she's good at her new job as OnlyFans, but what I'm saying is they're like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be so supportive and encouraging of OnlyFans. I models. am so flat I should be a teacher. I have no idea. <laughs> Why anyone would fucking look at me? I have no clue at all. But what are you talking about? You have great facial structure. Cute heads, fine. I just broke it. To do the Dylan Mulvaney cosplay. Yes, you're leaning into it. I'm, I'm good with this. Have you ever worn a breast binder before and tried to do the full Dylan Mulvaney? Because I wear a breast binder. Just I don't. People, I did not come up with this Dylan Mulvaney aesthetic. Somebody (laughs) just started saying it, and I was like, you know, I, I could kind of look like whatever it calls. It's Dylan. It, Shim. 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 Yeah, whatever it is. They want to be appropriate. Hashtag Dylan. We love see, you. See, guys, I think, I don't, let me see something. I don't think Sam Smith's actually dead. Hold on, no. let me get a wide shot. Let's just see what he does. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Oh, oh! Why didn't he I? He moves, so he's not even dead. Where do you get all these plates? He's not even dead. Don't up. worry about the plates. Don't worry about where I get them. They're not from Glenn's collection. They're not <laughs> from Glenn Beck's collection. These are my plates, all right? <laughs> so, um... I wanted to get into in the C block of the show, guys. I'm not very well liked at Barstool because I tried to call out Dave Portnoy after he invited me on his podcast and then uninvited me. And so to get back at him, I actually stormed the Barstool Sports Capital. Much like January 6th, it was vicious, it was intense, people almost died. Somebody died after the fact. Um, Dontarius, RIP. I'll get into that later about how he died or he's faking his death for insurance reasons. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to go <laughs> into. The famous clip of primetime Alex Stein, Cecil, and my wife's boyfriend, Don Terrius, storming the Barstool Sports Capital. We're here looking for Dave. I brought my wife's boyfriend. So this is it. We just walked right hey, past I'm security. I'm looking for Dave. You know how they, on, these security guards weren't even paying Dontarius. attention when I walked in. Primetime, come on, Don Terrius. when they saw us, we I brought just my wife's boyfriend button. in here. Come on, guys. Where's Dave? Where is Dave? We had to blur out, we had to blur out Dontarius' butt crack because he's always getting kicked off Instagram, YouTube. He gets kicked off everywhere for exposing that, that crap. This is iconic. I know, you see that? Notice how, notice how I was in there first, but they're all wrestling homeless naked, man. Uh, Where's Dave? Where's Dave? I'm afraid to touch him at first because he's a man of size. Oh, he's girthy, yes. And so this is where they can't get me out because they can't really pull the door. So they're oh like, what God. the heck? Meanwhile, you look I'm like uh, an intern up. there. Exactly. That's work there. And, and you, you know where I got that hat? When, uh, not, not a lot of people know this, but Chris and I are friends uh, with Ann Coulter. We got to go to her birthday party. Now, this is where it got crazy. So Tico, I'm actually friends with a girl that's like beating me up. Her and now Instagram friends. We talk all the time. I know I could definitely do it. I swear, she's all on me. 
I mean, that's that's. Y'all turned a corner. Oh my gosh, she's like sending me pics. I'm like, no, no, I got a girlfriend. This is when it gets crazy. So they're beating me up, they're scratching me, and they have their nails like all up. I'm bleeding. Look at my tie. I'm laughing. Getting. You can see souls in there, freaked out. Getting hepatitis from the scratch wounds. Yeah, well, that's how I got monkeypox. Mm. Oh. Worth it. Totally worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> I get a lot of social clout for that. And I get, you know. That was great, though, that you were able to walk right in. That's like a lesson to everybody. Just be confident. Fake it till you make it. And that is, that, 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 this is a true thing, and I tell this story all the time, and I'm not trying to sound cool, but if you go to Michael Scott's last scene in The Office, uh, I was an extra on what? The Office. Yes, yes, wow. and then Michael Scott's last scene, it was like this really emotional scene, and I remember I'm at the, not the craft service lines, but the lunch line, and uh, you know, whatever I was going through, and I see Michael Scott, and like everybody's like, kind of freaked out when you see him, and I was like, I'm like you know, I'm, I'm just moved to Hollywood, I'm like, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, well obviously, it, Steve it, it's Carell, not yeah. Michael Scott, duh, I don't even know his name, but I literally I go, Steve, you know, what's some advice for a young actor? And he literally Aww. looks at me and goes, fake it till you make it. Hell that yeah. Was his so I think, wow. that, I think life is not about being fake, but it's about having confidence. It's about yeah. not it's like having imposter syndrome. When you accidentally steal something. You were accident. All the time. I've, Are you I've stolen things too in my youth. I think the klepto's like, cool. That's right, actually. That was like, just like, oh, I could take these. It was, it was just a, a week long thing. Earrings. Yeah whatever, with my friend Wesley, all right? But I'm not a Everybody clown. does that. Everybody goes to the mall and steals from Claire's. Everybody's done kid, that. But if you know, I stole an eyeliner once, and I got into the car with my parents. I was so proud of it, too. And I was like, I took this. And my dad turned the car around and made me go back inside and put it. Yeah, my dad did that, too. I stole a lollipop, and I was a little, little kid. I and I cried thing. to my mom because I felt so bad. And now, in 2023, if that happened, the dad would turn around and be like, go back in there, get me an eyeliner, too. Yes, I know. Everybody's trans. Yeah. Hey, oh Alex, God. one more question about Barstool. I, it, the, the main question is, how did you get in? Did you seriously just walk by and it was all unlocked? Because the theory is that Mincy gave you a key. No, and I want to make that clear. Mincy did not let me in. It was not an inside job. But uh, let's just be honest. Their security is so bad, they're moving their headquarters to Chicago. I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, God. Yeah, it must be cheap over there. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're going to get free. You know, you get a free gunshot wound if you move in. Uh, they're going to shoot you because the gun violence is so strong. But uh, no, I'm telling you, there was a guy. You guys know this. You live in New York City. There's door guys that aren't paying attention, especially in office. All the time. That's what I'm saying. You can go to Compound Media. There's a lot of these buildings that are offices. We like, had somebody come in and rob the studio while my show was going on. Like, we, we have the security footage of this woman rooting through my purse. Oh my she stole God. $300, a credit you know, card. Her hand. He's like, hey, buddy, you must be It was like friend. the one time. Let's not be racist. You know, maybe she's here friends with somebody, and sure enough, she steals all her shit, and, uh, you know, so now we're back to being racist. No, no good deed goes unpunished, because we're not because we have a uh, black Sam Smith, so we're not <laughs> racist. We have uh, an African American version of everything. But no, there's a saying: no good deed goes unpunished. And I know that our legendary broadcaster coming on right now, Jimmy, the one, the only founder of Compound Media. Please welcome on the legend himself, Anthony Cumia. Oh. Okay. I don't hear him. Either. I don't hear him either. No, He's on mute. You're on no. mute, and you're on mute. He's trolling us. I don't hear. I don't Someone hear. stole oh the gosh. microphone in the studio. We always fuck this up, Jimmy. You're oh, so God. dumb, Jimmy. Is it our? You're so dumb. Not you, Anthony. You're great. Jimmy, you oh, fucking idiot! I'm sorry, I don't know what I did. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck are you out. doing? Let her, I got a solution, I got a solution. I think I think I have Anthony's number, maybe I can call him. I don't know, do you have Anthony's number? Let's call, yeah. call Anthony, oh, just oh call him. God. Oh, no, now I hear you, now I hear you. Anthony, you're on! We got you. Come on. Yes, legendary. It's daddy. God. First of all, I gotta say something. I am upset with you, Alex. You didn't tell me you were gonna blindside me by having me on the same show as those airport whores. Yes, they are whores. Worse than trans drag storybook. At least at an airport, you'd figure there's some wholesomeness. There were children at that gate that had to see Keanu's Pussy. <laughs> and let's not forget. And my tampon string. Let's not forget about that as that's well. That's what upsets me the most. 
Yes. You know, these women, they love, and you know, Chrissy, you know, she's, they, they had a lot of outrage, but now Newsweek, all these articles are talking about it. They love it. So, then, you know, sometimes a bad thing ends up being a good thing, right? Well, we don't exactly, you and her and I love it. The whole, the whole. I'm saying the ordeal. internet likes the story. Well, the you guys internet didn't like loves it. Yeah. Yes, okay. loves okay. it. Okay. Like, listen. Enough of the horse, enough of the horse. No, I want to talk about this turning a bad thing into a good thing. Anthony, I don't think you get enough credit, not just for your work you've done on ONA, but the talent incubator that you created with Compound Media. So explain that. I know that Joe Rogan looks at you as a guy that he wanted to emulate when he created his podcast. But uh, tell me that. Is it just because you have a good eye for yeah, talent? It, it How was, are you uh, able to do, be so successful creating other uh, broadcasts? I knew I knew damn well I had to do this myself. I was in trouble with the, uh, you know, the system, the the whole mass media thing. And I knew there was no way I was uh, damaged goods, as they say. Uh, so I figured, hey, I got to uh, build something myself really quickly because, you know, how quick people forget who you are if you uh, take time off from uh, broadcasting. So I had a studio set up in my basement and I figured let's go do a show from down there and pump it out to the public. And uh, the, it takes a little more responsibility and work than just sitting back for with Sirius XM, who I was with and getting a massive, great paycheck <laughs> uh, yeah. doing pretty much nothing, just dealing with a, a douchebag uh, co-host. But the oh come on I'm sorry oh we can make fun of Obi but I but Anthony Alex, he's your pal I saw you yeah he's my best friend that's what I'm saying Anthony you can't make fun of my best friend Greg Hughes Greg Obi Hughes it's Greg Obi Hughes I saw it I loved it I loved it but I gotta say. Uh, I had to put in my time with Craig OBUs and I made money and it was great. But then I knew I had to, I was uh, a persona non grata in the broadcast industry and knew I had to step up, make my own thing. And that's the only way people that are canceled these days can do anything. I'm, I'm very curious to see what Tucker does. Cause uh, if he goes off on his own at this point, I think he'll do uh, amazingly well. Yeah, and he'll set like a template for the new independent media, you know, people like you, people like me, people like Chrissy that, you know, they're going to we're going to be on the same level as the normal mainstream. Somebody media. offered him a hundred million dollars. Yeah, value tame it. But I mean, that's that's, uh, you know, I don't know if Walmart he, brand. Well, I just don't know if he wants to go there. Yeah. But but Anthony, so, uh, you know, tell me this. The, a guy, Ben Mintz, I don't know if you're familiar, just got fired from Barstool Sports because he was reciting a yes. rap lyric, said the N word. Are you going to offer him a job at Compound Media? Because I know that's your favorite word. <laughs> Every uh, every broadcaster that is pushed out of the nest and is at the bottom of the tree tweeting and flapping their little wings Aww. is always welcome here at Compound. We are the uh, land of misfit broadcasters. Anyone that gets in trouble obviously has a home here at uh, Compound Media, irregardless of how uh, uh, talented they are or not. Talent is, <laughs> I don't AKA even Gino Bisconti. No, but let's talk about talent. That James Gandolfini, Anthony is one of the best impressionists. I mean, there's certain guys that he does, it's like indistinguishable. I mean, your Howard Stern's funnier than actual Howard Stern. I want to get into that a little bit. You actually kind of, I mean, I guess it was Greg or whatever put you on the show, but you had that viral clip where you did a, you were in Howard's studio. So tell me, how did you even get discovered for that Howard bit when you were originally in the studio? That clip yeah. is so funny. Dude, I have always wanted to be in some form of entertainment. Uh, I was in bands my whole life with my brother and friends and uh, as a kid. And then uh, when when O.J. Simpson, you might remember he uh, what was it? Oh, murdered two people horribly. Yes. Uh, I took that opportunity to write a funny song parody because that's what I do. And uh, Opie, who was doing a show out on Long Island, uh, played it and the people thought it was really funny. It was uh, to sitting on the dock of the bay and it was gun electric shock OJ. Electric shock OJ. Yeah, we thought he might uh, be guilty and maybe get the death penalty. <laughs> Hilarious in hindsight. But uh, that took off and he invited me and my brother to perform it live on his show. And uh, people loved it. And I just was like, 
all right, this is my shot. This is my foot in the door. And I just started doing impressions about everybody, uh, everyone uh, that, that was in the news at the time. And uh, Opie was like, hey, come in next week. Come in twice next week. Do this, do that. <laughs> and uh, all those tapes that he made of uh, us on air, he was sending out to various radio stations. And we got the gig in Boston based on those tapes. Wow. And uh, yeah, like I look, I goof on it. I, I said, but Opie gave me a great chance uh, to to perform and and uh, do this uh, radio thing. And uh, I'll never forget that uh, for how much we goof on each other and bash each other. Uh, I honestly appreciate it. Yeah, but Anthony, he talks about you were the funniest guy at the time. I mean, now he's like, oh, Anthony's a racist, but everybody's a racist. You know, and that's just because he's uncreative. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, that's, you know. But I'm saying he even says you were literally funnier than Bill Burr, than all those guys and Patrice. Well, I don't know if you're funnier than Patrice O'Neill. He's one of the funniest. But I'm saying you're as funny yeah, as yeah. Patrice. And he's uh, dead. Where'd that get him? Dead. <laughs> well, speaking of that, didn't Patrice always try to lose weight? Did you guys ever say, you know, stop? Because I remember he went vegan or something. Why didn't he ever lose weight? Yeah, well, we're so racist that we just concentrated on Bobby Kelly losing weight. Yeah. We didn't care about the black guy. See how racist we are? No, Patrice, it, there was no, uh, I don't think it was as much his weight because he was a big guy anyway. And I've seen big guys that have uh, gone on many years. He really did love sugar. The fucking guy loved candy. Wow. <laughs> we Yeah. And and uh, the di- he had diabetes. He had the sweet blood. He had the sugar, <laughs> and uh, you know that finally was the uh, the nail in the old uh, piano case sized coffin. Wow! Oh, <laughs> elephant in the room, elephant in the coffin. Uh, uh, listen, Anthony. Elephant in the coffin. No, Anthony, and I and I say this, uh, you know, I'm not just trying to kiss your butt, though. I just love listening to, you know, the old ONA. I don't think that we can recreate that content. Another guy I'm lucky to call my friend is a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge, who's so nice, he'll let you bang his wife. Yes! But, yeah, but I'm saying, what, are we going to ever have that air again? Like, I don't even think Joe Rogan on his best day, you know, I mean, I love Joe Rogan as a broadcaster, but he never can create that sure. same sort of circus zoo radio mentality that you guys had. So is that just a bygone era? Oh, Alex, you are so naive. Uh, it's uh, look when you go out and you you go to Swalwell and yell at him that you had sex with a Chinese spy, Fang Fang. By the way, anal. You you definitely said that it was pegging and what. And I got that. Do you understand that that is a level of shock jockery that will never happen again? <laughs> you are doing what shock jocks did years ago, but it's become so passe and innocent, almost and nostalgic to think about what Stern did and even what ONA, what we did on our shows and all the traditional shock jocks. When you could pick your phone up and go through, like, I'll look at puppy kitten videos and then go, oh, a beheading. <laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing left to be shocked about. A shock jock was supposed to be shocking. Alex, we are done being shocked. Pick this thing up and tell me anything a wacky DJ is going to say mm. is going to shock you after your whole morning coffee has been spent watching literal Game murders. Yeah. yeah, no, you're exactly right. And that, that bit I stole from Howard saying the anal. And then Jackie, even Jackie Marling says that he coined the term instead of saying anal sex. Look, I love it. That's such a good laugh. But instead Alex of saying died. anal sex. Alex died, Cody. <laughs> that sounds oh, what about Billy West? That's a guy, you know, you're a great impressionist, but oh. why would Howard ever let that guy? I go. I don't understand. He, he should have stayed Howard's on forever. a weird dude, man. I mean, I, I knew him as much as I knew him because we worked at the same place. I rarely saw him. They brought him in like this secret tunnel. He His limo went into a freight elevator, went upstairs, and he got out of the limo after the limo was carted up uh, 19 floors or what have you. It was insane. And they'd clear the hallways and he had to go in. So he wasn't really a man in touch with the people uh, like he uh, liked portraying himself. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was an odd time. And I think uh, I think that whole uh, genre is done. There's yeah. no shocking anyone anymore, Alex. Well, you know how I know you're right. Did you see Sirius XM uh, let go of 8% of their uh, workforce? Yeah, yeah. How much longer do they have, in your opinion? Yeah. What I've heard is they are now uh, suggesting 
to their air staffs that, look, we're not going to hire you and have you do a show in our studios and uh, uh, use our resources and then we pay you. Here's what we're going to do. You do a podcast from home or wherever you do. Get a studio, do it. We will take the feed of your podcast and make it a show on our network. You'll give us half of everything you make by doing your own sponsorships and uh, what have you. But yeah, they they don't want to pay anyone for doing anything. I, I mean, you know, and then they hire, you know, book. They have book radio channel where someone reads a book. I don't know. Does anyone even read books? No, I don't. I've never read a book except for this book. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, <laughs> they called me retard. I don't know if you can see this. But oh Anthony, my God. I'll send this to you. You, you. I love you and Gavin when you guys are on the show. Okay. Uh, Gavin is amazing. No, and then uh, what about this? Have you seen where the artificial intelligence is using them as DJs now? What do you think about that? Yeah, they're taking AI and they're uh, doing it actually uh, in real time. So it's not pre-recorded. They use AI as the wacky, the DJ. Hey, coming up next. And they have the voice simulator and it actually looks at uh, the calls that are coming in, it's able to reply to the people, play the songs, do front cells and back cells. Hey, that was just ELO. That song was recorded in 1974. And it's AI, so it knows everything. And they don't have to pay anybody for it. So, again, it works out perfect. It really shows how valuable you were as an actual person doing the job, which is no value whatsoever if a machine could do it. So Yeah, no, it's, it's a very scary world we live in. Okay, now, Anthony, now I'm going to ask you an actual hard question because I'm your friend and I love you. I want to ask Got you. Got it. No, no, this is actually love hard it. because there's a, there's a lot of haters. If you read your Wikipedia page, it always talks. And listen, I go back and I listen to the Opie and Anthony. People don't realize it was a bit to joke that you liked younger girls. And now they try to say that you're some sort of younger girl. And I've hung out with you. You have an of-age girlfriend. I was just saying, you I don't, say it. I don't I've get been that. accused of being a pedophile. Yeah, and I don't want to accuse you of that. I've I just been don't. accused of that. Yes. Now, obviously, people know I like teen girls. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, that's a pedarest or something. It's a different <laughs> Oh, you're just a pederast. No, no, Anthony. Yes, it's a different word. The tenophile. With those sick fucks that are pedophile. <laughs> well, the reason why I bring this up because Bobby Lee just went so viral for a story that he told on your show where he joked about taking a girl in Tijuana and how she was crying. And he says it was a joke. And I believe him. I actually do believe that there was probably a joke. Maybe there's some sort of weird truth to it. But, you know, he said at that time that Opie and Anthony was the fastest show. And if you didn't come there and, and come with some comedy, that you weren't going to sell tickets. Yes. The Carolines or anywhere, so you kind of had to lie. It was uh, all, everything was. I won't say we were so much just lying, but everything had to, as Nigel Tufnell says in Spinal Tap, be turned up to eleven. Yeah. We needed to make everything we say this much better than the actual story was or the actual uh, incident was. And anyone in entertainment knows that uh, it's not lying. It's not. Uh, 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 not putting yourself out there, but it's, it's gotta be funny. It's gotta be compelling. The story that you tell has to have a, a crescendo and a beginning and an end and a, a punchline at the end. So, you know, while everything isn't a lie, some of it is greatly exaggerated. And I've gotten this reputation because look, I have over my career dated girls that were younger than me. Yes. Were they underage? Never. Yeah. You know, much to my chagrin. <laughs> no, no, Anthony, they make fun of me. I dated 20. See, see, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now, Alex Stein. <laughs> yes, sir. And I dated 24-year-old and they call me that too. So it's like, whatever. Uh, listen, I don't want some oh. old woman. So you're into you're into old broads? Oh, no, yeah. That's, there you go. See, Anthony, you are so freaking fast. Okay, before you go, I, I want to do something to make you happy because if anybody, everybody needs to go follow Anthony Cumia on Twitter. They recently... Uh, brought back his account. Actually, before I do the last thing, I want to make this point. Elon Musk, he's the greatest. Screw the space thing. Screw the battery car. <laughs> he brought Anthony Cumia back to, yeah. back to Twitter. The the real uh, censored man is back. And I'm telling you, yes. Anthony, though, if you go through your timeline 
And you yeah. see it, it's the best timeline because it's kind of the scariest timeline. It's constantly just like yes. an African-American guy beating up a Chinese woman and stealing mm -hmm. her groceries, or it's like a guy defecating on the subway train. Uh, your feed is the best, Anthony. And, and other comics and other people love it. So uh, they, they, I know they watch. And the, the good thing is also, you never know what time I'm posting. If you're awake with insomnia, 5 a.m., there I am. Noon, <laughs> you're a minority that just woke up at noon there it is you see me there on uh twitter it's uh fantastic i'm there i'm a man of the people alex and much like you no, and, yeah no and he's streaming yeah. all the time see that's why i like anthony because you are the howard stern tries to be the man of the people you actually are the man of the people you drink beer you hang out with guys you don't have to have some sort of status symbol you play card games even when you're at the highest at opie and anthony you invite people to come to your house and play card games so i don't my think house parties whatnot i even had chrissy mayer there yeah, yeah. Really oh it was great yeah. anybody can Air get in <laughs> <laughs> Airport whore! Airport whore! Okay, okay. Last thing. I wanted to do this for you because I know you're a big Derek Chauvin fan. I just wanted to do this yes. real quick. Uh, in honor of Derek Chauvin, I'm just, I'm going to put, I don't know, can we get this? Sam, Sam, we got this? Good. Uh, you're going to have to go. In Watch honor it. of Derek Chauvin, oh, here, we're going to have to, we have it. we have this, okay, we have some broken glass. Oh, God. I just want to oh do this. Oh, my God. This is for you, Anthony. We always, we do a ceremonial oh knee on the neck. <laughs> This is for Anthony Cumia, thank you. No, it wasn't a knee on the neck. It was resting above the neck to hold someone down. Oh yeah, it was just to be real. But what's How up? much fentanyl is in that person? Actually, a lot of fentanyl. <laughs> it's funny you should ask. It's funny you should ask. He's been doing fentanyl all damn day. Like so waffle. He's not going to make it very much longer. Okay. Wow. So, Anthony, we love you. Everybody go subscribe to Compound Media. Make sure to go follow Anthony on Twitter. And actually, last thing I want to say, there's a great clip of Louis C.K. saying, thank you guys so much for giving me a job. Because he, had, when he was in between jobs, he actually yeah. was, uh, you guys paid him to be on ONA. So everybody, that's what you need to go look up. Louis C.K. thanking ONA for giving him a job. So thank you, Opie. I mean, excuse me, Opie. Thank you, Anthony. It's because I said Opie. It's because I said ONA. Thank you. It's not Greg Hughes. That's Anthony Cumia. We know the difference. No, no, before you go, Anthony, I just want to say I love you. You're the man. Love I look you, up Alex. to you. Keep Love up the it. great work. Thank you, Anthony. Bye, Anthony. Thank you, my Bye. See, See you Monday. <laughs> wow. That's a legend. Yep. We love him. But he gets and a great hang. Yeah, this, oh my gosh. You know, he's the most chill guy ever. But this is the other thing, is just what I don't like is how Anthony, because he's controversial, you know, they always want to take him out. Oh yeah. And he just doesn't give a fuck. No, he just says the N-word, he does whatever. And I'm not saying that everybody should go around and be like Anthony Cumia. I don't know if Anthony Cumia is the best role model, but he is... A, he one is of the, in terms of building your own empire yeah. when the mainstream kicks you out. No, I'm, when it comes to broadcasting entertainment, yeah. he's definitely a role model. But I'm just saying he's like a party animal. He's not like this guy that's like... Um, I'm a, a moral you know, <laughs> yeah, leader. Yeah, he's a father figure. <laughs> yeah, and what's, that's what I love about Anthony is he's like down to earth. So I like Anthony a lot for Alex, all the hate. how did you not call him out for drinking Budweiser? Well, it wasn't a Bud Light. No, oh. it was Bud, but the same company. Oh, is that was that what they were? Is, oh, yeah, is that what they were saying in your ear? That the comments was drinks. going nuts. Oh. Like, call him out for drinking gay beer. I didn't even think about it. We should have told Anthony's gay. All right, I was well. trying. Well, did you not hear me? Uh, what? Nothing works. I don't listen to you <laughs> okay. anymore. I blocked you out a long <laughs> okay, that, time fair. ago. All right. So the only way that you can communicate to me is by either writing it and handing me a note. Okay, well, I'll do that next time. Please do that because I mean this show has I mean, been that was absolute the question. It was, and I messed up. Why? It because was kind I of blocking. Like the beer was kind of blocked by the lower third. Yeah, he's, and, always, yeah. he's always got a Budweiser and not Jimmy, a Bud Light. Jimmy, no, God you, no. You love to run your big fat mouth. Why didn't you just say it? You're always running your mouth. Why didn't you say, "Hey, you're gay. That's Budweiser." Then I wouldn't have to do it to the nice guest. No, I try not to interrupt the big guests. No, you can interrupt. Oh my God. Okay, Jimmy. Oh, so it's okay if you do it. If you have actually, I'll do it next time. If you actually have something funny to say, I know it's rare, <laughs> but please. Say it because this is the prime time with Alex Stein's show. I need you, Jimmy. I need your support. Okay. Please stop messing things up and please Google real quick how to get rid of a 300 pound dead body and the best <laughs> method for to disintegrate the bones. There was an episode of Breaking Bad where they melted the body in a bathtub. Figure out, go watch that episode. <laughs> And take notes. I got Dexter you. might have some good ideas. Yeah, watch Dexter too, and then watch Dexter. Go watch some Dexter clips. And uh, I think I have my knife. So yeah, just kind of, we'll just, 
figure out if I can get it open. We'll just figure out how to get rid of them. Does that sound good, Jimmy? No, absolutely. That was in my contract, so dispose of any <laughs> dead bodies. I didn't think that would actually happen, but it's happened three times in the last. Oh week. yeah, it has been happening a lot. Oh, and a, a last thing, Jimmy, before we end the show, I want you to personally apologize for mansplaining to these bitches about how when they were trying to speak, you were like, uh, "Don't speak." So tell these whores and give them some respect and be nice whores. to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these airport the whores, airport be nice. Whores. All right. To airport whore one, two, and three, I am sorry for mansplaining. It's all right. We, we all make mistakes, Jimmy. It's and right. I will not bring up all the comments about the cold AC and Keanu. Oh, I know Keanu's oh, names oh, are out. Oh, I've been looking at him all show. Oh, Keanu, oh, I haven't been able to do this show. God we see nipples. I know, but I haven't been able to do this show. And you keep it so goddamn cold in here. You know what, Alex? We had the AC off, and Alex said, "No, we need it cold we need in it here." Cold, dog. I think Keanu would be. Zoom in. Look at those. Yes. Look at those. I think we're distracting me this whole time. You got the nibbles in my face. I'm sorry. I apologize. How untoward of me. Jimmy, what did I tell you about being nice to OnlyFans models? You're gonna get me fired by Glenn Beck. I thought you told me to be mean to them. She's you said like, you were too nice. When we travel, I like because she's my compass. She always points north. Yes. So she keeps. Oh. Focused. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, before we go, before we end the show, ladies, tell the people where they can find you this weekend, and not just where they can find you on the internet, but uh, say that too, but tell them, let's pump up the show for tomorrow night. Yes, Dallas this weekend, Friday and Saturday uh, at Hyenas in Dallas. Come see us uh, all weekend. There's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Alex will be doing spots as well. Uh, you can follow me at Chrissy Mayer, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-M-A-Y-R. Watch my show, Wet Spot, on Compound Media, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, watch the Simpcast Sundays oh, at 9 p.m. Eastern on my YouTube channel and Rockfin Rumble, all that good stuff. And, yeah, thanks for having me on, Alex. Oh, anytime. Yeah. Lila, tell them where they can find you. You guys can find me at lilahart.com, L-I-L-A-H-A-R-T. And thanks so much for having my mom on the oh, show. Oh, my God, your mom is MVP. And then Keanu, shout tell the people. I want to get you give you a shout-out with those nips poking out, distracting me. Keanu C. Thompson, if you can even pay attention, you can find all my stuff, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> I'm in Pennsylvania this month, and I'll be with these lovely ladies. To find all Thompson. your stuff. There you go. Uh, okay, Jimmy. So, listen. Thank God we got rid of this show, and we only killed one person. I didn't have to kill you. So, we end the show the same way every time with that freestyle finale. So, DJ, hit that beat. <laughs> Yo, we killed a man. That wasn't the plan. He's an African. And his name is Sam. Yes, we're dancing. Yes, we're prancing. This weekend we'll be romancing. These ladies are so great. We are in the Lone Star State. Come see our show. If you want to get high, do some blow. We are super freaky. And you can be a little geeky. Because you got those nipples poking out. Make a shout. I don't care. I sniff it with my style. I love you all. Guys, I'm Chrissy. Keanu. Anthony, Kara, and even